Hello, and welcome to Current Events of an HWMD. I'm your hostess, Vivian, and yeah, let's get on with the episode. Hi, before I get into this episode, I wanted to say that it's going to be explicit. There are going to be swear words, at least one, so parent disclaimer. Okay, enjoy the episode. Today's current events are the rundown Harold's Chicken Ambulance theft and crash, and Biden calls for national mask mandates, arrests made and slaying of NY teens stabbed instead of fire, and COVID-19 leaves Sin City economy high and dry. <laughs> oh my god, why am I saying it like that? Okay. And yeah. And we are also going to, I also want to talk about high school. And yeah. Okay. Okay, the first topic we're going to get on is Harold's Chicken on, I'm not going to say the address, just for like confidential reasons um closes permanently so Harold's Chicken is super famous here in Chicago um if you ever come to Chicago you should try Harold's Chicken like Harold's Chicken is amazing period um Harold's Chicken number 55 one of the chain's most popular location is gone so there are multiple Harold's Chicken not just this. So, yeah. A favorite of Chance the Rapper and made famous by numerous Chicago notables, one of them being Meme, Harold's moved out of the storefront on August 3rd, said owner Percy Billings. Fans can still get an order of three-piece wings fried hard with mild sauce, of course, at Billing Harold's Chicken Express. Uh, a lot of this has, like, address-wise, so I can't say the address for, like, reasons. <laughs> the pandemic is still affecting my business, Billings said. I didn't want to go, but with everything going on right now, it made sense to close. Dang. This pandemic closed down Harold's Chicken. <laughs> what? It's And this is a tweet that Chance the Rapper came out with. It's crazy. I've been saying Harold. I've been saying street name. Got the best Harolds my whole life, and it took the motherfuckers having to close down for y'all to admit it. Mm. Shaking my head. Mm mm mm. <laughs> Even Chance had to tell you guys. I'm like, dang. Actually, Chance is like very famous here in Chicago. Like, okay, here's a rundown on like famous people here in Chicago. There is. Chance. No, at first, there's a Juice World. Chance. Mia Muggs. And those are the only famous people I know here in Chicago. Because I'm very limited to pop culture. Almost as iconic as the chicken itself, it's the perennial debate of which Harold's chicken is the best Harold's chicken. Everyone has their favorite. Everyone has their favorite, and you can't tell them theirs isn't the best. Chicago Magazine food critic Jeff Ruby ranked the 20, un- 20 authorized locations, declaring the spot on address just went off 
address as a third best. Whatever the official rankings, the closure has devastated locals. Oh my god, tweet. Yes. Okay, one tweet says My mom used to always cater for the Heralds back when she was at Chicago State. So many memories there. So many memories there. Damn shame. Give a moment to silence give a moment of silence to mourn the address Heralds. So, they closed down Harold because of the pandemic? Damn. Harold's chicken will be missed in my head and in my stomach. <laughs> oh my god, ew, that was a horrible laugh. In my mind and in my stomach. And the amount of love I have for Harold is impeccable <laughs> like it actually is so let's give a minute of silence to my dude Harold's chicken Um, the next topic we are going to be on is mask mandates. Biden says governors should mandate masks for next three months. Is he correct? Yes, because right now we are in a pandemic and Biden is being smart and saying that masks should be mandated. Presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden called for governors to implement mask mandates for the next three months on Thursday, saying that doing so would save 4,000 Americans' lives. Let's be honest, Trump, he isn't doing anything for the whole COVID thing. Like, even countries that, even third world countries are, like, have better numbers than us. That says a lot about America. In the words of Biden, he says, every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months as a minimum. The former vice president told reporters after he and his running mate, California Senator Kamala Harris, received a briefing on the pandemic from public health ex experts. Wearing masks, he said, is going to get our kids back to school sooner and safer. Safer. <laughs> safer. And would get our businesses back long term. So I grieve him on this. I want to go to school. 
just to experience my freshman year or like my sophomore year in high school, you know? And plus, I want Harold's Chicken if they have a chance to open back up because the only reason it's closed is because of rent and the pandemic. Like, I need my food, if you know what I mean. And then he also says, look, this is America. Be a patriot, Biden said in a message directed at those resistant to wearing masks. Protect your fellow citizens. Step up and do the right thing. I wish that... I'm sorry, I just got a notification. I wish that applied to every American. I wish they can also, like, agree with him for once, but... Who cares? Like, who knows? Who knows? I'm not going to say who cares. Who knows? So, Biden said the briefing focused on how to open schools, how the vaccine would be distributed once one is available, the racial disparities and how the coronavirus pandemic has spread, and the continued need for protective health equipment. I, I, I feel speechless. This is very smart. This is very out of my IQ. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I burped. If you heard that, she said Biden exhibited. She said Biden exhibited real leadership in calling for a mask mandate. So she, as in Harris, saying he is willing to speak up sometimes telling us the stuff that we don't necessarily want to hear but we need to know this is super true especially with children teens young adults and adults and elders so it's true for everybody sometimes telling us the stuff that we don't necessarily want to hear but we need to know that is me all the time i like in school in math especially I'm like, I want. I don't want to know about math, but it's something I necessarily need to know to be able to go to high school and college, and maybe even in and if they teach me taxes and financials and stuff like that, then yeah, I would use that for the future. Um, instead, they are teaching us algebra. Algebra. No one needs to know about algebra, honestly. Um, next topic. <laughs> Our next topic is arrest made and slaying of New York teen stabbed and set afire. So, let me just read it, you know? A Bronx man was arrested Thursday in the death of a teenager who was stabbed and set on fire in an apartment building, police said. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I have been to New York on multiple occasions. (laughs) Like, multiple. Like, I go every single year, at least once or twice. Um... Because I have family there. You know, you gotta go visit the family. Like, see if they're A-okay. Um, I said A-okay. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to believe it. 
but I don't know if I can. Adonis Betances, 22, was charged with murder and manslaughter in the slaying of Winston Ortiz, 18, according to police. Betances is in custody, police said. Damn. Winston Ortiz, bro, not gonna lie. That's an 18-year-old and a 22-year-old, so something must have happened. Okay, here it is. <laughs> the pair got into a dispute on the fifth floor of a Bronx apartment building shortly after 3 p.m. Wednesday, according to police. During the dispute, Ortiz of the Bronx was stabbed three times and an, an accelerant was poured on him as well he was lit on fire. NYPD spokesman Francis, Francis Selman said, Okay, I get that you stabbed him three times. I don't know why. I don't know what the dispute was about because I'm not there. But, like, I get stabbed three times, but why did you have to, like, light him on fire? This isn't Twilight. He was no vampire and you were no werewolf. Like, come on now. Oh, and by the way, that was a great reference. If you don't know that reference, watch Twilight in the saga or saga. However you pronounce it. His aunt, Victoria Ortiz, told CNN she was told someone in the building heard his screams and poured water on his body to put out the flames. Winston Ortiz was then taken to Harlem Hospital where he later died, police said. <sighs> That's sad. Okay, like that is actually really sad just because... You're burnt, like, you're stabbed three times. Like, okay, getting stabbed three times, like, it's really bad. That's, like, bad. Especially in, like, a certain area, it's really bad. But then being burnt on fire, I'm like, this dude took it way too far. Like, I get it must have been, like, a really big dispute if he was stabbed three times. But, like, it couldn't be that big of a dispute that... You had to, like, light him on fire. <laughs> I do want to thank everyone who came forward and helped him. At least he wasn't alone. Bro, I don't think anybody came forward to help him while they were arguing. I bet the neighbors just heard the arguing and thought, like, nothing was going to happen. But then when they saw the flames, they just all ran out because they're like, well, one for all. Am I right? But at least he wasn't alone. At least that lady, like, I try to prove to my mom or at least my parents every day that there are nice, still nice people in the world. And this proves this is kind of nice what the lady did for him and like helped him out and took him to the hospital and like poured water on him to like put out the flames like at least they were trying to help his aunt says she does not know why her nephew was at the building she says she last saw him on saturday in virginia beach where he was visiting her i'm sorry like i don't mean to be rude like Descansa bus, like Winston, but 
you saw him last Saturday. A lot of things can happen in like a week or even two days. Like two days ago, I like three days ago, I was just at home chilling. And then like last night I partied. <laughs> like a lot can happen in like a time span. And then today I'm already picking up stuff for high school. A lot can happen in a time span. He spent his time there cuddling with her dog and playing with her children, she said. He is a kid that everyone wishes they had. If he had stayed until the end of summer, he would still be alive. So this, his aunt is basically blaming this on herself. That's no, no. Ortiz says her family's heartbroken and shattered by the ordeal. She says her nephew was born and raised in New York and was a good kid that goes to church. His aunt says now he's his aunt says now his seventeen eleven year old brothers would have to live without him. Okay, that's horrible. To be a sibling and die like now and especially when they're like very when they're already like teenagers and they know what's actually going on in the world that's that's heartbreaking that's heartbreaking because it's like okay if you're like two if it's like you have a sibling and they're two and you die it's like okay like he doesn't remember me my mom does but and like my the rest of my family does but he doesn't so it's fine but like being 11 and 17 and knowing what happened to you and knowing like that and like being with you for like your whole life and teenagers especially it's just more frightening and like anxious for them especially because it's like oh what if he comes back what if he tries to kill me what if like the dude who killed my brother tries to kill me and then it's like more pressure on the mom and then it's more pressure on the dad and then it's more pressure on the family it's like there's so much pressure going around especially with a murder so Cause like if it's a sudden death from like a heart attack, it's like okay, that's fine. Because and like especially at an old age, like very very old age, like around ninety, I'll give it ninety. Like it's fine because it's like okay, their time was, their time had came. They already lived all of their experiences. What else can they do? But just a murder at a young age, it's like, yeah, that's a little bit like frightening. Um, but all I want to say is. R.I.P. So, like, rest in peace, Winston, Descansant Bus, Winston, and your soul, and you will be missed. Okay, next topic. So, I would like to also talk about what's going on in China right now with the Muslim concentration camps with the concentration camps in China. So I don't know if this is true or not. I'm seeing this on Instagram at the moment. Um, It says, Botin, Trump agreed, approved, not even agreed, Trump approved of China's decision to imprison Muslim. You, I'm sorry if I butchered this. I'm like extremely sorry if I butchered this word or like, butcher this nationality or like just butcher this but it says muslim you you uyghurs uyghurs in concentration camps i'm so sorry if i butchered that like 
I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. And it, a lot of leaked documents are being shown in detail how China's systematic brainwashing works in camps. Uh, let's take a listen. So she's basically saying, even after being shocked, you have to say, thank you, teacher, we will not be late next time. They said, we will brainwash you. There is a problem with your ideas. We were told that religion was bad for us. They told us this every day. They are destroying my religion and language there. Syria Gul. I'm sorry if I butchered that name as well. Sayra Gul says she was forced to be a teacher in one of the camps. She's the first insider to speak out. We teach them over and over. I can't survive without the Communist Party. The Communist Party showed me the only way to live my life. If you ask me about the ultimate goal of the government, it is to make ethnic minorities Chinese. It's not about teaching them. It's about completely destroying them. China's ambassador to the UK says the camps are just for training. The Chinese ambassador told Panorama, Panorama, the documents were fake news. Around a million people have been locked up in Xinjiang province. China says the camps offer training and education, but leaked documents show they are brainwashing camps. The documents see by BBC Panorama include the orders sent to those running the camps. Never allow escapes. Increase discipline and punishment. Promote repentance and confession. Make remedial Mandarinian studies a top priority. Encourage students to truly transform. Hundreds of these camps have been built in Western China in the last three years. You can only sit where they tell you to sit. Sleep where they tell you to sleep. Each woman gets two minutes to go to the toilet. They tell you to be quick. If you're not quick enough, they shock you with an electric baton on the back of your head. Okay, this sounds like slavery. Like, this just sounds like... This, like, sounds like slavery and, like... And, like, the Holocaust had teamed up. Like, that's how bad it sounds to me. Because, honestly, who who wants to get shocked in the back of their head if they don't, like, use the toilet in under two minutes? Because, like, let's be honest. Girls here, like, where, like, when I go to the bathroom, it doesn't take me two minutes. Especially when I'm on my period. It doesn't take me two minutes to go to the bathroom. It takes me a solid five to eight minutes. I know that sounds like a lot, but like us girls, basically, when we go to the bathroom, we have to make sure that, like, oh, do we have, like, especially on our period, like, okay, I'm gonna explain this. Without my period, I'm probably take, I probably use the bathroom under like from three to five minutes without my period. 
And that's including washing my hands and checking myself out in the mirror to make sure, like, guys don't come all over me and tell me, Oh, Vivian, you look awful. Or, Oh, Vivian, like, you should try harder. Or, Oh, Vivian, no guy's gonna ever like you like that. Like, that's how hard it is. And then, like, especially, and then when I'm on my period, it's like, I have to use the bathroom from, like, 5 to 8 minutes. Sometimes 10 if I, like, have a stain on my pants. Like, because that includes using the bathroom, switching out our pads, washing our hands, and then checking ourselves out to make sure we don't have a stain. And if we do have a stain, then having to axe or, like, bring a sweater, like, take a sweater out of your locker, wrap it around your pants for the rest of the day. Even if it's, like, negative 10 degrees outside, outside, still wrapping that sweater around your pants. Like, that's how bad it is for women. Like, to the guys listening to this, I'm sorry, that you're going to have to hear the raw truth. But women have it worse than men. Because, <laughs> like, I'd be, I be, like, I'd be tracking the time. I This, this is going to sound so weird. But I'd be tracking the time of, like, men going to the bathroom. They took a good, like, two minutes tops. And, like, I'd been on road trips with my dad and my mom. And basically when they used the bathroom... My dad's already out, and me and my mom were still in the bathroom. (laughs) Like, how are guys so fast when they go to the bathroom? It's just something I would love to know. But, like, that, like, it's literally the Holocaust and slavery all over again in China, except they put it, like, except it's in a camp. Like, even I, like, just saying that feels so wrong for saying that. Like, a Muslim woman should not have to change for some dumb, for China. No woman should have to change for any country. That's a matter of fact. No woman should have to change for their country. All women should have their beliefs, their looks, and wear their hijab or wear anything they want in the society without someone telling them what to wear, what to do, and how to act, and what your beliefs are, and what your beliefs are. And, like, what believes you're... What, like, what you don't believe in. Like, no, that's something for that person to agree with. Not you. So, like, honestly, it's so... It's so... It's so fucking annoying. It's super fucking annoying. Let's listen to this some more. Okay. They are forcibly sterilizing you... I don't want to... I don't want to, like butcher this Uyghur women to prevent childbirth okay childbirth is a decision it's the biggest decision in a woman's life that's like probably number one for me number two is marriage <laughs> and number three is plastic surgery number four is 
Number f- like I have a lot that I don't want to list just for the men listening to this. I don't want them to get uncomfortable and stop listening. But yeah, childbirth come is in many ways. You can keep the baby. You can put the baby up for adoption. You can have an abortion. You can like give the baby to the dad. Oh my god. And then if the f- and like it's even worse. Like if the father figure doesn't want to be a part of the child's life. It's like even worse because it's like wow, that hits different. Like wow, that that really hurts. And it does. Trust me, it does. But you shouldn't but you shouldn't be making that decision for women. Women should be making that decision for themselves. Ho ho. But yeah. You don't need to be Muslim to support the basic human rights of innocent civilians who are being senselessly and violently tortured. Informed and uninformed. Care about this. Use your voice and spread awareness on this issue. Like, it's that simple. (laughs) Why is everything that's ever... Like, why is everything that's ever happened like that's ever happened to ch- Muslims over is overlooked. I haven't seen one person say anything about the Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps. They're being tortured. Women get raped. They're being forced to eat pork, drink alcohol, and disnounce Islam. They're having to be disnounced from their own religion. Like no. Like, that isn't, that isn't fair. You can follow me on my Instagram, VXM Room. I'm like, this isn't even like a plug. I'm not trying to plug my Instagram. I'm just saying, like, you can follow me on my Instagram. I will be sharing this story on there. And I will put petitions on how you can stand up for Uyghur women. And tell China to stop targeting Uyghurs. And find more information and resources through Uyghur human rights. And also, do not be Islamophobic. Islamophobic. It's horrible. But I beg and I plead that you repost, repost this on your story. Share as, much apos- share, share as much as possible. Raise awareness. And honestly, use your social media platform to actually say something. It's devastating. It's something that most people don't want to hear. Or not even most. Like 50% of people don't want to hear. But I'm sorry. You have to hear it. And yes, it might be horrible. Yes, it might be something bad. But you're going to have to hear it. Indulge it. And support it. If not for me. For those Uyghur women. And Muslims in those concentration camps. On to the next topic. I'm on fire today. Next topic I would like to put my hands on, get my hands on, is high school. Okay. I literally went to the high school I'm going to for this semester as a freshman. And 
I'm not going to tell you the high school because I don't want people like trying to follow me and stalk me. It's weird. But they gave me a whole folder that's like welcome and stuff like that. And then they gave me like a Chromebook for my like schoolwork and stuff like that as well. (laughs) And yeah. But I would like to mention how how is high school going to be like this year like to those of you who are already in high school like in 2020 i would like to know how is it like just because like is it the same as like normal regular school or is it totally different Because, like, okay, this is for the kids in all honors classes. If you're not in all honors classes, be prepared to hear some amazing things. By the way, you can can email me the responses on my email, currentevents with an hwmd at gmail.com. Okay, back to the topic. How hard are honors classes, you know? Like, how hard are they? Just because I want to know how hard honors classes are, but just so I'm prepared, because now I'm kind of getting nervous. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's all I want to say. Um, goodbye. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Okay, guys, it's... 1.11 in the morning here in Chicago, and so this is my sayonara, my goodnight, my send-off. Thanks for listening. This is Current Events with, with an HWMD. Um, that's HWMD. It's going to basically, I'm going to get used to it. Just wait till episode four or five. Um also known as Vivian, and have a nice day, afternoon, and night. And if you're listening to this at night, good night. And go to sleep already. It's late. Oh my god. When I do a night episode, I should, like, I just thought of this. When I do a night episode, I should do, I should name it Late Nights with... God... Late nights with high schooler woman minority dancer, aka HWMD. <gasps> I did it, guys. Okay, good night. <laughs>